Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who wears a mask even while driving, the button lover, Josh Sroka. Yeah, you forget I'm in Florida. There's no masks down here. No one's Josh, wearing them. Josh, is the only American to not even own a mask. Uh, are you wearing masks? Yes. Would you wear a mask if – are you and Emily wearing a mask together? Like, are you wearing a mask whenever you're within six feet of someone? Um, not outdoors. I only wear a mask when I'm required to when I go indoors. Okay. Like I, a store Well, I am now – I've only worn a mask twice. I am now indoors, and I'm within six feet of another person. Uh, but family. Kind of. Brought in a little surprise for you. What up, 336ers? Live from Florida, from Josh's bedroom. The zany one in the building. Had to move out of the closet. Didn't want two men in a closet. We've already been in a bed together, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I had no recollection of it, but you have the photographic evidence. Usually when you end up in a bed with another guy, you don't remember it. So, not surprised. You try to forget it. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, Bert. Hey, man. What a pleasant surprise. It, I'm coming to you from the land where Josh is correct. I've not seen a single person wearing a mask in the state of Florida. It's weird. Oh, my. It's bizarre. I see, I see people walking on trails with masks here, like even out, outdoors. Yeah. Which I think is a bit much. But, yeah, we're, we're at people. I, now, now I do. When I drive around the car, I wear a mask. And then when I no, get out, I take it off just because <laughs> I know it makes people mad. Haven't you, seen the, haven't you seen the news stories of like the people who pass out when driving with their mask on because they can't breathe and then their car crashes? But I just like how it upsets people so much that people wear masks while they're driving. I feel like it interferes with your vision. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of fogged up glasses, right, Josh? Totally. Yeah, you can, yeah, definitely. The old fogged up glasses? Yeah. I think yeah. in Florida, I think you're judged if you're wearing a mask. And it seems like up in Maryland, you're judged if you're not wearing a mask. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we've been down here, me and my family, since Sunday. And, uh, yeah, and, I fi- and we brought masks because everywhere back home in Maryland, you have to wear a right. mask. But I have not even pulled it out of the car yet since we got down here. I mean, that we might die. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll be fine. Even yeah, on- no, I'm, I'm worried about my mother and father dying, not you all, you fools. That's true. They're the ones over 60 with pre-existing medical right. conditions. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, in Florida, all the stores are now open. Community pools and stuff are opening up this week. Laura and I are planning on going on a date to a restaurant where we can sit down tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah, St. Augustine. We were, Never we, heard of such a thing. Hey, we've been saying the same thing. We're planning to go downtown. Wow. Uh, and 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 yet baseball appears to be farther than ever of, of opening up. But I guess we'll get to that in a uh, Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Show. But hey, did you see <laughs> I got a transition for you here. Pulled a clip yeah. for you. Did you see that tennis is now allowed in New York? I did not. 
Like just rec- recreational te- tennis between two dudes or something? Or like Yeah, or a man a and a Yeah, or a man pairs. and a woman or pairs. Oh, pairs. Yeah. Nice. But there's a few restrictions. So I pulled this audio, Matt, because I thought of you. Okay. Every player, unless they're from the safe, same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. I'm going to blush, sorry. Um, of course, if you're, pl- <laughs> if you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls. Uh, to avoid confusion, <laughs> to avoid confusion between whose balls are whose, you can use a marker like a sharpie to mark out to put an X or put someone's initials on that. Um, I would just say. <laughs> so, Josh, have you ever put your initials on your balls? Well, Bert, that's what I was going to say. Bert and I have been spending a lot of time together this week, so we've marked each other's balls. If there's ever any confusion as to whose balls are whose. <laughs> Look for the initials. You can use a Sharpie. At least he's talking to people like they're third graders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I, I can recognize what my ball looks like. I don't need to even mark it. A Sharpie and, works well on tennis balls and or I a think, magic marker. And I think we're all smart <laughs> enough. We've all done things where you have to mark your balls. Like we know, we know how to take a Sharpie and write my initials on a ball. Every baseball I owned as a kid had my name or something on it. Right. And my guess is she's talking to like old people. And guess what they do? They play golf and they mark their balls. <laughs> Yeah, I love the, the the laughter in the background of yeah. that clip <laughs> because you know the people she's talking to is like news media people. There's no real human she's talking to. It's all it's <laughs> like cameramen and and reporters. Balls. I know it's so. And she tries to do it to say tennis in front of her every time she yeah. says balls. Right. And she tries to do it, but she, sometimes she drops it. She like, screwed up with the kick the balls. balls. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a I like that because that's a loophole in the rules. I was reading the new Major League Baseball rules if there's baseball. And it was like if more than one person touches the ball, you got to throw the ball out. Yeah, But you the, the, the kicking is a loophole. If you just kick it around the infield, you can still you know kick it around the infield instead of throw, right. throwing it around the infield. It sounds like a loophole. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get, we'll get to the baseball uh, soon and then can go through some of those weird rules and everything. Yeah. Bert, how, how, is, your, um, how is things going for you at the stay-at-home? That's a lot of strain on the family. Oh, um, gosh. It is, I mean, how remember, is that, man? Remember, this is the second time we've had Bert on through all this. That's true. Because we did a but check that, in. But that, was a, that was a month ago. Right. That, and that was early on. We were in Outer Banks then. Right. Remember, he was on vacation. I have yet to be actually on vacation anywhere. I've just been traveling and working. And the, the stay-at-home is okay. Uh. The part that's been bugging me is the school. I am so over the kids homeschooling, the Zoom meetings. The I don't like having to stay on top of my kids' homework when school's regularly in session or their tests or their studying. The fact that now I have to stay on top of that plus all this Zoom stuff, and I'll be honest, I'm doing a pretty crappy job of it. I I rely heavily on my wife, but she's got her own stuff going on too. And I feel like that's something the all these politicians talking about maybe we won't open school in the fall. They're definitely not taking that into account that parents need to get rid of their kids. I can't wait till they go back to school. It's awful. Yeah. That's this whole stay at home thing. There is a huge difference between households with kids, households without kids. If you don't have any kids, I don't even want to hear about your experience. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, you're, you're, li- you you're living the dream. Yeah. Sounds, Netflix and delivery every day. Sounds pretty nice. All day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th- things aren't going aren't going well here at all. 
you know, the... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, we were we yeah. were going to ask. <laughs> right. We, we, we saw you're getting desperate and posting our political things on Twitter and posting a 10-minute video on Facebook. <laughs> we see things aren't going well. A little cabin fever there? Someone needs some attention. I didn't even mean my tweet to be political. I didn't mean to be political, but I noticed a bunch of uh, Trumpers were liking my tweet. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, but I, I honestly didn't intend it to be political. But yeah, and then I just I don't want any, anyone to talk to. So I just made I've never even heard of this before. I just took the camera and I did a video of myself talking for nine minutes. I think they call I that just, a vlog. Yeah. Right. And I just uploaded on, it on Facebook. On. No which, one does which, that. which part have you never heard of before? No, no, the part where you just upload that video on Facebook. Well, YouTubers make a career yeah. out of stupid yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it's called... Oh, it's if you're called, entertaining enough. Right. I well, mean, yours is okay. only nine minutes, so we only got like a small taste of it. Right. But. I saw you well, had like a... Where that came from. I saw you, <laughs> you had a hundred some plays. Yeah, man. What, what do they call those people, YouTubers? Um, influencers. You trying to be oh, an influencer? Yeah. No, a stay-at-home influencer? I'm not in it for the numbers. Like I said in the video, I was just trying to procrastinate and not do work. So All right. I mean, <laughs> but I got a question about your video. Was that blood? Yeah, that, I haven't watched your video because I'm not going to watch 10 minutes, but you have blood on your shirt. He explains the, video, the right? blood in the video. Actually, okay. it's, worth, it's, it's a good listening. In, <laughs> in fact, a couple comments that I should be a, an influencer on there. Um, but whatever. I'm not going to let it go to my head. Um, I'm also not going to let the 100 likes I got from my uh, political <laughs> tweet go to my head. Um, but, but yeah, that was actual blood from, from my daughter who, like, she, her face fell three inches and she's squirting blood everywhere. Give me a break, Faye. That's called weak <laughs> lips. All right, toughen up, girl. Yeah, yeah. But no, my my my, my latest things, Josh. I'm sure you struggle with this more more than most because, um, Josh, you have extra long legs. Um, okay. I, I, Where walks, are you going with this? I have a lot of experience walking with Josh, whether it's to the car from the car to to the stadium in Baltimore. Like I walk with Josh a lot. And Josh like takes five, takes one step for everybody else's five steps. Right? He's got long oh, legs. Oh, hold on. You're, you're talking about but, trying to walk with the kids? Well, no, I'm talking about even walking with the wife. Okay. So with Emily, going on a walk, she's like yoga pants, you know, workout shirt, get, get, get her water bottle, you know, all, all raring to go. When I walk, I'm like jeans and a <laughs> cup of coffee. And I, and I, I don't right. walk. I stroll. Like, let me... You know, just walk around, and she's like on a mission. Do 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 do. We can't even walk together anymore, Josh. There's so few things now left to left that I can do. It's unbelievable. So, so I and and I walk with the kids, and the kids, you know, they, they go so slow and in the stroller, uh, out the stroller, yeah. face leaping out the stroller, falling head first. So I'm gonna, <laughs> right. I I'll take a stroll with them. But Em's like, when she walks, she's on a, it's like a workout for her. And for me, it's just like chilling and going for a walk. So it's, we can't even go on walks anymore. <laughs> Mandy's doing the same thing. She walks by herself now because she doesn't want anyone else slowing her down or anything. But, uh, but I would imagine you know she what's... would have a hard time keeping up with you and your long legs. Yeah. You know? When we walk together, I, I slow down for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. You, you know, have, you have me she'll panting do... when I'm walking with you. Yeah. Well, right. It's like the catch the 5K thing where she'll train for a 5K. And I'm like, oh, it's tomorrow? Yeah, I'll run it with you tomorrow, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know what's worse than walking with kids, though? And I don't think what's you're that? at this point yet. Putting pajamas on? Yes, no. it is worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> biking with kids. Oh. When they're on the little bikes with the training wheels and they want to bike with you. And yeah. they can bike about three feet and then they get stuck and need someone to push them because they can't push the pedals hard enough. And then you got to get off the bike. and Yeah. 
And yeah, then we, you're, you got to make sure that you're going slow enough that they can keep up with you, but you're not going to fall off the bike because it's not moving. Yeah, that's true. That That is a struggle. We just got the the little cart in the back where you can throw both kids. I like the, the cart. Little, yeah. yeah, we just got it. I just, I've only done it once. It was pretty I'll cool. Stick them the in there with them. an iPad. and. Hey, yeah. question. When the kids are in the back, helmet or no helmet for the kids in the back of the cart? Oh, I'm a no helmet no matter where the kids are. Oh, it's Florida. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Florida, the motorcyclists yes. don't even wear helmets. That that freaks me out a little bit when I see. I the love it. Are you serious? That's freedom yeah. in action, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! You guys, no wonder we got so many Florida man stories. People have knocked on the head too many times. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, my whole standpoint with that has always been the the only people at inconveniences is the people that have to mop up the brains off the asphalt when you have a motorcycle accident and you weren't wearing a helmet. Well, and the family of that person who died right but that person took it upon themselves to say hey man if i'm gonna go out with my brain splattered on the highway that's a risk i'm willing to take florida is definitely one of those like don't step on my freedoms type of state oh definitely it's like yeah no i'll wear i might wear the mask because Publix is making me but i'm gonna make sure my gun's out with open <laughs> carry as i'm wearing the mask or you could be I like the guy who had the co- the costco employee just took the cart right out of his hands because he wasn't wearing a mask in the store. Did you see that video? I didn't see that. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. If there's nothing else we get from this whole thing, we get a lot of great videos of people like refusing to wear their masks. And it's always like the person not wearing the mask is making the video to kind of show that their right. rights being violated. Right. But they, that person always ends up looking like the, like, like, like oh, the jerk. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I'm also always entertained by the people wearing the masks wrong. Where like the mask, in, but the nose isn't covered, mm. or they're wearing one that's like mesh, right? Or uh, they, with the the word placebo written across the top, right? <laughs> right? Or or the yeah? Or have you seen the one where they they cut a hole in the middle because they couldn't? Yeah, they yeah. couldn't talk. They, you couldn't understand them wearing the mask, so they cut a hole in the middle, so they're still wearing a mask. I I don't understand how you're willing to sit here, Josh, and do an hour podcast with me. But you can't watch a nine-minute influencer video I made. No, I, I, I don't get that. I didn't watch it because I said, "Oh, I talk to you for an hour every week. I'll wait and bring it up on the podcast." All right, but these are stories I don't share on the podcast. These are parenting stories. I, I, after this, after this whole thing, I'm, I should start a parenting podcast after this, uh, this whole coronavirus thing. Okay, do the stay home dad stuff. I'll yeah. admit that I, I saw Laura watching it on her phone over her shoulder and she says something, oh, you got to watch this nine minute video that Matt did. And like, you could feel the eye roll across my forehead. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, I, I'll I, watch it. I've, <laughs> I've never once watched a video on Facebook that was longer than two minutes. I, don't think. <laughs> I think that's my max. Fortunately, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't feel like nine minutes. You you were well-spoken <laughs> and, and entertaining. That's the first time <laughs> oh. you've ever been called well-spoken. And you could, and you could, uh, if you got distracted, if you got bored, you could just stare at my blood stains for a yeah, while. Yeah, right. that that kept me logged in because I wanted to see. Well, eventually, he's going to get to the point why he has blood on his shirt. To be fair, <laughs> I was playing a game yesterday, and Gigi was on the couch behind me watching your video, so I heard a good amount of it. <laughs> and I got, I don't know, I see. I was just trying to be kind of funny with it, but I got, I got a couple texts of concerns. Hey, Matt, hang in there. Is everything okay? <laughs> One from Gigi, another fr- from another friend, and and I was like, yeah, I'm fine, guys. I just it was a rough day, but I was just trying to, to you know be be funny with it. 
I, I, I mean, I feel for you that those are two tough ages and you have them both at the same time. And uh, you could not pay me to, to do it all over again with my kids. No way. Yeah. I, I feel for you. Yeah, there, there's no days off here. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. This is, but, this but we week, press on. This week has been a nice break to have our kids together, though, because it's like our kids finally have someone else to play with. <laughs> and it's not been like themselves all contained for whatever, eight weeks. So. Yeah. It's, we it's, we it's sang same with you, Josh. We sang Josh, happy birthday. To have someone to play with as well. <laughs> we sang happy birthday six times <laughs> at dinner tonight. That, that's because true. each cousin we wasn't wasn't together for each other's birthdays. And I was not Facetime for any of these birthday calls. <laughs> no, that would have that would have made more sense. But it, you, if I were you, I would have hung up. <laughs> yeah, it was a little much. You guys should have took a video and posted it on Facebook. Man, it was it was it would have been far longer than nine minutes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh man! So that's that. Yeah, I, be- I believe that's the coronavirus. <laughs> that's this weekend sports. <laughs> that's the wrap. Right. Still no sports. Yeah, no, we, we got golf and NASCAR. Yeah. Did you watch any of the NASCAR race on Sunday? No. All right. I try. Even. I, I think it started like three thirty. I turned it on like probably six o'clock, and I said, "Oh, let me catch the end of this race." And they were on lap one hundred and eighty-five. I was like, wait, yeah. I think there's like 500 of these things. I'm turning this off. I tried. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan because this is like you, like you do those uh, scenarios where you say, hey, guys, I hate NASCAR so much. I wouldn't watch NASCAR if it was the only sport on television and I was locked in my house and not, not allowed to leave. I still want to watch NASCAR. <laughs> now I can say it's true. It yeah, was the only yeah. sport on and I still didn't watch it. Right. Same with the golf. Yeah, I had no interest. I did not watch the golf. Though I heard they were carrying their own bags, and that's cool. But Were they touching that's... each other's balls? No, no, no. They had to keep their ball distance. But I, I heard the, the first reporter talking, and I guess in the first interview, he like just walked right up to, to the guy to interview him, and then like, everyone yelled, yelled at him for doing that. So I was like, old habits die, die hard, I, I guess. I do yeah. that too sometimes when I see someone. I saw my neighbors. I was out walking the other day. And I saw an old student I, I taught years ago and her family. And I felt a little bad because it was like 60 degrees here and windy. Like it was cold. And my kids were in T-shirts and shirt because that's just, just threw them in the car and took them for a walk. And their like faces were filthy, dirty. And I could just tell by the eyes, their eyes, they were judging me as a father <laughs> for my kids being underdressed and, and dirt balls. Well, no, just like, lack I, of I got, masks. And not wearing masks. And I got close to them just because naturally you get close to someone. I'm a close talker, so I got all up in their face. And then I remembered. I was like, shoot, I probably shouldn't be. Right. But. Did you have any blood oh, on your shirt at the time? No, that was prior to the blood. <laughs> um, some blood happened a little bit after that when, Fla- when Faye leaped out the stroller. The rest of the blood happened that night when Faye fell an inch and busted her lip open. <laughs> no, but Josh, you were transitioning to sports, and I took us back into coronavirus talk. That's on me. Um, I want to get to a couple a couple of sports topics here. All right. What do you want to do? You want to jump into the, the MLB uh, whole conversation about, you know, if baseball is going to come back, or you want to go into, like, the health <laughs> aspects and the, the new health rules that they're Can proposing? Can we start? Because this really grinds my gears, and I want to make sure you guys saw this. The comments from Blake Snell. Can we, saw, can we start there? Yeah, let's start there. I, I love this. Um, here, here's his quote. I'll read it to you. Um, he says, 
Um, Y'all got to understand, man, for me to go, for me to take a pay cut is not happening because the risk is through the roof. It's a shorter season, less play. No, I got to get my money. I'm not playing unless I get mine, okay? And that's just the way it is for me. Like, I'm sorry you guys think differently, but the risk is way the hell higher and the amount of money I'm making is way lower. Why would I think about doing that? So this quote is in reference to uh, Snell taking a pay cut to play in a short season. He's saying he's not doing it. Uh, And this, I don't know. Uh, What do you guys think about that quote? It's a shame that if the baseball season doesn't happen this year, it's not going to be because of the coronavirus. It's going to be because they can't figure out the finances to make everyone happy. It it, I put it in the same ballpark as you last week. You were talking about the Adam Jones podcast. And so I checked it out. And the more I listen to him, the more I dislike Adam Jones. So I have, I have stopped listening because I can't listen to it because he makes comments like his comment on one of the podcasts I was listening to this week was I make millions of dollars because I do something that you can't do. And if you've got a $40,000, $50,000 job, I can come and do your job. And I think that I put Blake Snell in that same thing where he thinks he's all super special because he's a pitcher that he needs to be paid the millions of dollars. Why wouldn't he get paid half rate when he's playing half the amount of games? Like, yeah, if I go to and, work and even less than that, because there's no fans, so they're gonna right. make less money. Right. If, but if I go to work only half of the week, I only get paid half the week. Like, that's understandable. It's how business works. And I know, like, there are. But what about Josh Hem being at a greater risk, and he's got to get paid is, for his? He is at his hazard pay. He is at less of a risk than anyone that's working at the grocery store. At less of a risk than the normal human being that has to shop at the grocery store. Yeah, but Josh, if you cut his salary in half, he's only going to make three and a half million dollars. Right, three and a half million dollars. And what? What's he? What's he? Twenty-eight years old? Twenty-nine years old? He's something like that. Twenty-seven. Right, I just looked him up. Yeah, so he's a young guy, which means his risk for this virus is low as well. He's, he's in gonna great be, shape. He's in great shape. He's going to be in a place where they're going to be tested frequently, constant temperature checks, uh, pre- lots of precautions. I'm pretty sure that he will be at less of a risk than anyone else going back to work. Yeah. It's it's not a good look when you have millions of people in, un, in uh, uh, who are un, unemployed, the highest unemployment rate since like the Great Depression, and you have this guy crying because he's only going to make three million dollars. Like it's not right. it's not a good look. No, he's crying because he's already got the tens of million dollars in the bank. Yeah. So no, it doesn't. Yeah, it he's doesn't in look a position good. where he can do this, and that's yeah. why. And that's why it's going to be, that's why it's so irritating is it's not really a conversation about health. It's a conversation about money. Right. Because all of a sudden he's healthy enough. He's willing to put his life at risk for what? $5 million as opposed to three and a half million dollars. Like at what price Blake Snell, are you willing to put your life at risk? Three and a half million is not, not enough, but I, I'll put my life at you know, risk. You know, if you pay me my full $7 million. I, oh, what a joke. I will take guy, a nice I will, a clown. I will take a nice stroll through a hospital filled with coronavirus people for $3 million. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I would do. <laughs> I would, I would, yeah, I would illegally touch someone else's ball for $3.5 million. For $3.5 million, I think you can inject the coronavirus in me and I'll be okay. 
Well, that's what I'm, you'd I'm be one of those prisoners. I'm older, but I'm healthy. Get it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Come call for me for three and a half million dollars. Well, I I don't want to put uh, Emily on blast, your wife, but she's in a hospital every day with Corona people, and I don't think she makes three million dollars, right? Yeah, I think I tweeted out that Emily would have to work for a hundred years to make what Blake smells going to make this year. So my <laughs> wife is, is on the front lines as a nurse and has to work for a hundred years to make what, I mean, I'm not going to, even if he makes half a salary, I'm not going to make that three and a half million in my lifetime as an educator, my wife and I, it's just not happening. And so it's just, it's so tone deaf. It's embarrassing, but the good news is it's really kind of hard to hate the Tampa Bay Rays because they have no fans. They make no money. They have no big-name players. They trade all their talent away. Yet, here is a reason we can hate a division rival. So now, Blake Snell, he's on my villain list. I always love new villains. So, but, Blake Snell, welcome to villainry. But that's the problem. Villainville. It's, it's, it's not just Blake Snell. It's, the whole, it's this whole players' union wanting to fight now about money. And, uh, yeah. and they got Scott Boris up there now pushing for them as well. Where... I'm starting before the podcast. I was telling the, telling Bert how uh, Bob Nightingale wrote an article about how baseball needs to fix this and be able to play, or it's gonna uh, drastically harm the game. And I told Bert in yeah. this argument, and if I skimmed the article, and I was like, I don't see why he's saying it's gonna harm it. But now, as we talk, I realize it's very similar to the 1994 strike, yep. where it made them all look greedy. Yep. Players, feel, owners, feel whatever. Greed, I call it. And right yeah. now, when there's so many people unemployed and players are whining about the economy, uh, about the economics of baseball, it's not the owners who are going to look like they're – we all know the owners are going to lose a ton of money every game that's played because yes. there's no fans, which means Everybody's there's no concessions. Money. Everyone's losing yeah. money at this fact. So for players to say, I don't want to play because I'm not going to make full my full salary – doesn't make the owners look bad. It makes the players' union look bad. Yeah. I mean, it, if, if it doesn't happen because of money, it sucks all the way around, and everyone's going to get the blame, right? Players will be blamed. Owners will get blamed. Everyone gets blamed. But you're right, Josh. And the Orioles have made a move recently, right, to open up Camden Yards to concerts and stuff like that. Right. Like, there's none of that, right? So, like, all the, like, the owners making money off Camden Yards is just not happening now. Huh. Um, and I'll tell you what. If you don't play a season – Blake Snell, you make zero dollars. So three million dollars is better than zero dollars, dude. Do do the math. What were uh, all the? I saw a bunch of players tweeting that they they're upset because they felt that there was a deal in place and then the owners changed it. What was that all about? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Like the new proposal was for a fifty fifty split, fifty fifty split between owners and players. But I guess previously the plan was different i think the plan was to pay them for however many games right. was left and i think, now they want a straight 50 50 split of the revenue right and so, I, yeah. I think that was when you we gotta all accept that and i think we've all been through this ourselves where we've all thought this was going to be two weeks three weeks not not three four months of this so i think yeah. that's part of the problem is. Right, and and the players want to be treated like, like this is business as usual. Let me, I'm I'm getting paid, you know, my usual salary for the amount of games have been played, and the owners are like, hold up, like there's no fans. We right. make a ton of money off fans and 
and and beer sales. I mean, we make half our. I mean, Chris Davis half his salary is paid by Bert's drinking habits, and so all of that <laughs> You're is welcome, taken Chris. away. <laughs> all that's being taken away, and the players are like owners. That's your problem. Um, we we should still get paid. You know, the the same even if you're having issues filling the stadium. Right. It's well, an interesting argument. They sign a contract. People, yeah. They sign a contract. Well, let's uh let's bring out the uh let's bring out the old field of uh field of greed post yeah. poster boards and let's go uh let's go protest outside Blake Snell's house. But I tell you what, Josh. I was the last time we talked about 60/40 that we would have a season. Yeah. And then I read And I was a lot higher. Baseball rules that they want to impose. Yeah. Health rules. I was like, I, I, dude, I, it's hilarious. Someone in Florida needs to needs to write these rules because someone in Florida was not writing these rules. That's very these rules. Very strict, right? It's kind of ridiculous. Oh, yeah. These yeah. rules yeah. are a, a little crazy. What's what's the craziest rule on there? Uh um, for me? I would yeah. go with the craziest rule is the no uh chewing tobacco, no gum, no spitting. I'll I'll say that one as the craziest rule. Uh, I don't okay. know how. How do you enforce that? Yeah, how you don't allow chewing, or when you get see Chris Davis's big wad, you tell him he's got to go get rid of it. I guess, People but they're going to what? Go they're going to the cameras in the dugout, and the umpires yeah, yeah. are going to come over there and say, "Hey, spit that know. out." I don't know how. Like you a want... third grade teacher tells a kid to spit gum right. out. Put, put your hand out yeah. in a gloved hand. Spit it out, Chris. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you enforce any of this, like. What, there's another rule: one. stand apart during the national anthem. No, yeah, Here, no catcher to pitcher visits. I here's think. my favorite one. All right, the fielder, the field, the fielders are quote encouraged to retreat several steps away from the base runner between pitches. Right. So, like, if you're if you're on first base, you're covering him on first base. You're holding him, and then after the pitch, you got to run away from him. And then when the pitch happens, you know you got to run back to first base. The point, yeah. You're, because you know, uh, first base is traditionally a position for fat players. You're going to need some really in-shape people to play first base no. so you can run back and forth a lot. No, because notice it doesn't say required. It says encourages. That's because these rules yeah. are lit- written so the union doesn't try to sue them about health things and for putting their players in danger of health. So they got to put all this stupid stuff out there. Um, I, lo- I still love the idea that all the players are going to be sitting in the stands to be six feet apart from everyone. I think that's what, hilarious. What, yeah, I think that's hilarious too. What, what are your thoughts on the NFL is talking about doing this? And I think the NFL season, by the way, is very much in jeopardy. Sure. Um, but like, if the baseball doesn't happen, I wouldn't be surprised if football does not happen. But Fox already came out and said they're going to pump fan noise into the stands. I don't think baseball is taking a stance on this yet. Um, what, what, what are you guys' thoughts if there's no fans pumping the noise in? I, I'm for it, I guess. Uh, I think of like I know for players like I think of the Orioles and remember how they used they would always take that Delman Young double and they would use that fan noise down in Sarasota for spring training and stuff. Yeah, for pop up drill. Yeah, I like that. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I know I think that's cool and all, and I think players would like that. But as a fan who's only watching on TV, remember that fanless game where you could just hear everything. Yeah, and you could hear any type of chatter and any type of noise i kind of i kind of dig that i like that i wouldn't like that to be the norm though like that was novel and cool for what the one time they did it but if you're playing every single game like that forget it i'd rather at least 
have a cheer or something. As long as we don't have the announcers that ESPN's using for the KBO, I'm okay. But yeah, I think I think bring in the cheers, bring in. It. I just don't know how you how you obviously you bring it in as home team, but how do you? I guess you just bring it all in as the Orioles just use that Delman Young cheer constantly. <laughs> like, is someone going to be sitting in the booth being like, oh, we hit a double and have a button for here's what the crowd sounds like on a double? Or they, they simulate what it's like when there's only 11,000 fans in Camden Yards. Like, it's not really, right. You can still yell out and the player will hear you. Right, right. <laughs> is it? Does everyone have, like, right, is the sound always like this? it's a full stadium or is it limited on your average attendance? <laughs> right, and if there's only ten thousand fans in there, is there like that one guy behind home plate just shouting obnoxiously that you can always right. hear? Yeah, you need that guy. Yeah, but <laughs> speaking would... of that guy, has anyone checked on Florida Man during this whole coronavirus? <laughs> I, I would. I'm sure he's doing okay. I, I would, um, if he can afford all those World Series tickets. I'm sure he's doing fine. I, I would like to be the guy who pushes the buttons as far as the the reaction response like when when sounds um, like Josh's dream job it sounds great Button like lover. when chris like when chris davis gets a single i would make it like the dumb and young double sound just because he finally got got a hit like this sarcastic really loud loud clap um <laughs> when when chris davis strikes out of course the boo birds are coming out cuz i am a strong believer in booing so i always just would like to have full control of when people cheer and when people boo, well, yeah, I don't right. think people are smart enough to figure it out. So I would like to be in charge of that. What about what about the fly ball that you that the stupid fans think is oh, a home yeah. run, but, it, but the <laughs> center fielder is going to catch it? Yeah, screaming, there it goes. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Or, or yeah, noise when someone makes an error. It, are there going to be let's go Yankee chants at Camden Yards when we play the Yankees? Like that's right. Like that's, exactly. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so. Can I share my controversial take on the 2020 baseball season? Oh, please, Bert. I've given this some thought, uh, and I'm almost to the point that I don't even care if they have a season at all. I because don't, I don't think that's controversial. I think there's a lot of people well, saying that. I, and I'll give my reasoning for it. Well, I've never heard a single person say that, Josh. This Bert is literally the first person. That I don't I've care if there's utter, a season? Yeah, utter those stupid words. Go ahead, Bert. Um. What is the best case scenario, even if even if it's 80 games, 100 games, whatever they end up being, what is the best case scenario for us as Orioles fans? Our young guys get no, more experience. No, I mean like fantasy land. Say the, the we Orioles. We make the playoffs. Say yeah, the Orioles. The win, the, win the World Series. Say the, they win the World Series right. of, a, of a shortened season where they don't play any games at Camden Yards and you can't attend a single game. Well, then I think – that's not even that. I don't even want that championship. Well, I, th- I think the plan is that at least by the postseason, fans would be allowed. Maybe. But I don't no, think but, so. but again, but as we were talking earlier today, nobody knows anything. So, in a fantasy scenario, that is the best case scenario: the Orioles win the World Series, and if that Chris Davis is MVP, and even if that does happen with the baseball season that we're envisioning that could potentially occur, I'd rather not even have it. Cause it's, really, because you would rather have no World Series. I'd than rather a have shortened season, fanless World Series. I'd rather have no baseball season whatsoever than win this sham of a baseball season that they're trying oh, to put together. You're, you're no. a sham, Bert. Why, why do we invite this guy back on? Hey, oh, imagine Game Seven at Camden Yards. Oh wait, we can't have it at Camden Yards. Oh wait, we can have it at Camden Yards, but you can't be there. Oh, okay. 
Well, then I'll just sit at home and, and sit on my thumb. Oh, can I watch it at a bar? No, you can't watch it at a bar with your friends. You have to be in your house with your annoying kids. For the record, if that happened, there'd be 100,000 people standing outside the gates right. of Camden Gardens <laughs> yes. trying to begin. Yeah. Yeah, you good, see the stupid protest um, about wearing a mask. Let's see the protest for the Orioles holding the World Series game without Oreo fans. But, but I've already booked my room in Hilton. At the all Hilton. this <laughs> good point. This That's where is we'll be. all this nonsense of fighting over the number of games, or if they're going to be in Arizona or Florida, or if if uh, we you can only sit every other seat in a stadium. That's that's not baseball to me. I don't that's yeah. that's people just grabbing at straws to try and make something happen so people can make money, and that doesn't. Give me the fan experience that I would I, like to have as a baseball fan, as an Orioles fan. I was looking I forward you. to returning to Camden Yards, us all wearing masks, us all sitting multiple seats apart, and then a home run happening, and we naturally want to high-five each other but just have to look at each yes. other. It's ridiculous. For the, for the record, I was wearing a, a, a paper bag over my head at Oriole games before it was cool to wear masks <laughs> at Oriole games. All right. Ahead of the curve, as always. Well, you see uh, – <laughs> Your governor, Larry Hogan, did you see the quote about him, about sports? He said, no. the buck stops with him for when baseball returns to Camden Yards. Mm, power move. Yeah. Wow. In other words, yeah. Right. Like, well, like if every other baseball team comes back, like Larry Hogan's going to stand up there and say, nope, not in Baltimore. I saw even in California, which is famous for being liberal and famous for having a, quite the COVID crisis, even they are starting to allow sports back now. And so, yeah. well, because the I Florida mean, governor came out and said, "Bring all your teams here," and then the other governor said, "Wait, we want some of that <laughs> <Yeah>. money too." <laughs> La, 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 Las Vegas is like, hold up, people. Um, no, but I, I think it's it's interesting, right? Because I think the president's going to be on board with sports opening. All the states will be on board with sports opening. So it's really kind of weird, right? It's up to the sports themselves yes. to and, open up, which is kind of weird, right? And I think it's it's. Baseball's the one that makes the most sense to come back the soonest because it's played outdoors of in the a major big field. Yeah, yeah, of ba- faster than bringing basketball or hockey back. Or football. Or football, yeah. Because it's a big open field. All the players are spread out. Like, it's practical. There, yeah, I it. mean, there is moments of contact, but for the most part, they are separated. Right. And even when there's contact, you're outside. Like, you're supposed to yes. be okay. Much better outside. You're under the sun. That's supposed to be good for you. The outfielders yeah. are far less likely to get COVID than the infielders. Okay, because <laughs> they they don't even they don't even touch base runners. Right. Okay, infielders right. are infielders yeah. are that naturally guy, closer to one another. That guy in right field barely touches the ball. Let alone right. players. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, maybe they should just bring it to Florida and Arizona. So then you got the heat as well. I think the heat kills the virus. Apparently. So. Yeah, I think I think the outdoors is a big part of it, right? That it's not an, an indoor sport as long as you don't play in Tampa. Right. I think it's I think the outdoors. And is, I think that might be Blake Snell's problem, though. He knows he's going to be playing indoors. A, a confined confined space. Yeah. That's true. And I think the NFL is also looking to baseball. Like, go get started. Like, we want you out there first. Yeah, sure. Be the test so dummies, that we, yeah. yeah, you guys go out there. We know you're you're less people. You're less close together. If it all works for you guys, we can take the same safety precautions. And go out at it for football. They, he the football wants um, them to be the Florida of sports, right? Like Florida, yes, the Florida, just Florida, Florida and Georgia just yeah. stadium laws. Just see what happens, and we're all watching. Yeah. Like we think you, we think you're idiots, but let's just hey. let's see how this plays. Out. So, so far, so good. It's working out down here. We're the guinea pigs, right? Yeah. 
we're the guinea pigs. Bert acting like he's been there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been outside of Maryland longer than I've been in Maryland this year, I think, so far. We did five weeks in the Outer Banks. We'll be down here for at least another four weeks. So, I mean, yeah, mm. if, there's, if there's any bright side to this school at home that my kids can do school from wherever there's internet, I guess. I'm headed to the Outer Banks in a couple of weeks. There you go. They, they, so they, they opened it, the reopened it for visitors. Yeah, they did. So I'll be visiting. I just, I just got an email from a real estate agent. I don't remember ever talking to this real estate agent, but she said, hi, I've been thinking about you guys a lot lately. I'm assuming you guys put off moving down to Florida. <laughs> what are your plans? <laughs> okay. Don't know when hey, I talked uh, to that lady, but. Hey, uh, are we done talking about baseball? Can I talk about something else? Yeah, we can, run out of time? yeah we can go wherever you want. Okay, thank you, Josh. It's your show. Um, We're just oh, here. By the way, You're I mentioned the influencer. This, is, this is not related. This is more this is more related to my, my influencer status. Um, but <laughs> you gotta get we that blue check a, first. We were playing poker the other night on the on the on the Zoom and I mentioned something about why doesn't my video appear and you say, Well, someone's on the on the toilet and I was like, Who would zoom from the toilet? You did it. And I just I thought about this today. I didn't zoom from the toilet, but I was on the toilet with my laptop for the first time ever. Not like <laughs> pooping. But just because I needed to get away from my kids to send an email just for like 30 seconds. And I literally couldn't do it. So I ran to my bathroom, sat on my toilet, seat down. Pants on? Pants on. (laughs) Typed out this email as they banged on the door. So that's I I, I did something I said no one ever does. I I got on my laptop on my toilet for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. Just to get away from my kids. I guess that's... that's, uh, It really happens. Even when they get older. I'm pretty sure that's just a... Part of Bert's lifestyle brand. <laughs> toilet time, I call it. Yeah. You know how many times no, I hear, toilet I hear time. where's Bert? And then he shows back up another 30, 40 minutes later. <laughs> no, but I wanted to go to, and Bert, um, Josh, I don't know if you're up to date. And Bert, I don't know if you bought into this at all, but um, the most watched television event of quarantine life has been the Jordan documentary. Mm. Uh, Bert, have you kind of dipped your toe in oh, the yeah. Jordan do- documentary? I'm, I, I'm about halfway through. I haven't watched it as it airs, but I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm just not all the way through it yet. Josh, have you uh, made it yeah. all the way through? I've watched, uh, I'm through eight. Seven and eight were, seven and eight were awesome. Okay. I mean, I know how so, it ends. Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> I mean. Okay, it, yeah, it's a documentary, people. Okay, that's, uh, yeah, yeah we, we know how it ends. So, Fine. well, I, I finished it and I just like to say, I think it's awesome. Um, I would also like to say I've been going back. This is kind of recommendations. I've been going back and on ESPN, some of the classic games they're talking about, they like have like a, the whole classic game on there. Okay. And I've been going back and I watched like when Jordan returned to Madison garden after his first retirement and dropped 50 points. I watched that game. The, 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 the Utah Jazz game six where it hits the game winning shot. I watched that game like the whole the way through. Actually, on that game, they like, skipped the third quarter. They went first quarter, second quarter, and then skipped it and went to fourth quarter. But man, because when you watch Michael Jordan, yeah, by the way, I think every, everything about the documentary has been incredible. Some people were concerned. Sorry, I have a lot to say about this documentary. <laughs> that it would, it would make Michael Jordan look bad. And like Michael Jordan, he had ownership rights of all like the. Right, jump, the 20, jump 23 was. was... Yeah, the producer. Yeah. yeah, and he said no to this thing over and over and over again because he was concerned it would make him look bad. But oh my gosh, I know he's kind of he's, he was kind of a jerk to to the other players at times, but there's nothing really about this. 
No. That what you it, don't walk you walk away thinking, man, this guy is so cool. He's the man and he's the greatest who ever did it. Yeah, That's it, what you walk it, away thinking. It teaches all these millennials that are saying like LeBron and Kobe were the best ever. It shows them yeah, like up. it shows them the original. Yeah. Yeah, and but but I, I watch the games because in the highlights, anyone looks good in highlights. But if you go back and watch his games, it's just amazing how, how much better he is than everybody else. If you watch the whole game, like it's just it's incredible. And and those games, I love, I love basketball in like the '90s because now nowadays, if you watch it, there's five scorers. Like every team has five people on the court at all times who can score it. In that game six against the Jazz, Bert, they play the Jazz at the end and they win. Right. But anyway, sports spoiler alert. Like, when Scottie Pippen went out, Tony Kukoc can score. But other than that, no one can score. Rodman can't score. Right. Luke Longley can't score. Like, they're just players who can't score. So Jordan ends up taking 40 shots because literally there's no one else who can score. It's just a different type of basketball. Yeah. And I just – I love the documentary so much. I think Jordan's the coolest guy ever, even with his kind of a little bit overweight old man look. <laughs> I just think he's – the greatest dude ever. So cool. Oh, and man, I love the documentary I'm, so much. I'm kind of surprised there's no one on there like a, like a, basically like if Jim Palmer was in this. Like no bitter guys talking about how they didn't make any money back in that day. Like, you know, well, like so a little bit of Scottie Pippen, some drama with him not getting paid well. And like the fact that like Jordan's entire career, he only made $90 million total and stuff. Uh, playing basketball? <laughs> playing yeah. basketball. I mean, yeah, thanks to Nike, he's made well beyond that. Yeah, but it blows my mind at the end, right, where he wants to play. He, The greatest basketball player of all time, still, right, at the top of his game or near the top of his game, wants to play another season, and he can't. Like, that blows my mind. Like, he wants to win on the championship, but, but he can't. That blows my mind. Yeah. Blows my mind. It's crazy. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. They, they didn't have, like, the, the kids – like made one ca- cameo appearance, I think in like episode eight or seven right. or something, and then the the ex wife though was nowhere to be seen. Well, so that was a yeah. <laughs> Would you want your ex wife in a documentary about you? Well, no, she probably le- she probably left because of you. But they got into like the personal lives of like Kerr and the personal life of Rodman, and you would think they would get. In the- I mean, and they, and they got into like the, yeah. the, the who do you uh, think Jordan's dad, but they didn't at all get into the personal life of like his marriage and kids. Yeah, and stuff. because he made the documentary. Plus, who do you think looks? I get it. No, who I do get you think's why. better get on it. on TV, uh, Dennis Rodman's ex or uh, Jordan's ex? No, I like Car- I like Car- Car- Carmen Electra, but like for that for that whole show, like I just wanted more Jordan. Like I literally would rather watch Jordan talk than Car- than Carmen Electra talk. Like Jordan's the man, and he's just so cool when he talks. Right. I could I could watch Jordan all day. I'm a fanboy here, and this and I was not growing up. I was not a fanboy of Jordan. Like Kobe Bryant was my guy. Um, well, because you're a little you're a little young for Jordan, right? Because Jordan was you having watch, you 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 saw Jordan like at the as a wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my last. My is that my only? I think that might be my only basketball game, NBA game I've ever been to. Was seeing Michael Jordan play as a wizard, and I was disappointed they didn't talk any wizards and Michael Jordan. Yeah. I'm a little d- d- disappointed with that. Right, it got more baseball attention than him as a wizard. Yeah, I still remember where I was when I watched him jump up and block a shot on the backboard at the age of like 50 or whatever he was playing for the Wizards. 
And it's pretty cool. And he was in but, the uh, the Celebrity Home Run Derby at Camden Yards, right? As yeah. the White Sox. Yes, yeah, he yeah. was. I remember. Oh, I didn't, I was I didn't there. know that. I remember that. Oh, that's cool. What, yeah, uh, there was so much stuff because of my age that I didn't know about. Like, back, like I didn't know, either forgotten or didn't know, like, that Rodman, you know, would, would just leave to go to Vegas or leave to... <laughs> During the finals, it was just mispractice. Or the, the Pistons drama, yeah, early on. Yeah, I didn't know about the, the. Yeah, I didn't know about that that drama. I didn't know about the Tony Kuchcoach drama. I yeah, didn't yeah. know about even the Scottie Pippen contract drama. Like I didn't right. know all these background stories because I was just a little kid. I remember I did. I did know about. I remember the story of Rodman leaving and disappearing, but I knew nothing about Rodman before Rodman's coming a to jerk. the Bulls. I can't stand. I I like. I hate him. <laughs> I kind of like. Feel I like Rodman. I think he's such a jerk. Uh, I, I, totally a jerk. He's but very I, self-absorbed. I like that the guy <laughs> is that good at Josh, basketball. Josh, he's everything that you hate. I know, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I love that he is like he has a gift of basketball, but he won't put any extra effort into that gift. Where yeah. it's like he's so like self-absorbed into everything but, else that he the only reason he plays basketball is his him going and playing basketball is like anyone else that's going to their nine to five job. Yeah, yeah. He hates his but job the, just like everyone else. Exactly. That's why I love the, him. He's just really, really good at it. The, the thing that blows up Josh is the opposite of that is Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan was like so cool with him. Like oh, Michael Jordan yeah. embraced him. And yeah, he was the yeah. opposite of Michael Jordan. How great was the is the Jordan story where he goes back to the locker room and tells like Tells the team that one of the players like called him out uh, about a shot. Uh, I'm blanking on the player, but he, the player made a winning shot, and he said that he told the team in the locker room that the player called him out and got the team in there early to work out the next morning and do all this hard work to go win the next game. And then uh, they asked Jordan about it, and he said, "Oh yeah, no one ever said anything. I made it up <laughs> just to oh, get a, yeah. just to fire himself up. He made up a lie." Yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many stories out there because I've been listening to a ton of NBA podcasts just about Jordan. There's so many stories about like everyone knew you never talk trash to Michael Jordan, like never, never, because he right. looks for any excuse to just don't ever talk trash about Michael Jordan. Now he he still owns the Hornets, right? Um, I don't know. He's partial ownership, I think. Okay, gotcha. Because I was wondered like, like Jordan's not the type of guy that like. I don't think Jordan one would ever want to coach or anything because he doesn't he doesn't seem like the type of person to motivate other people, but that his own motivation is so strong that people feel like they got to keep up. So like I feel yeah. like Jordan on the sideline could not encourage and build up a team like he would have to be on the court with you. Yeah, and and he, and even when like he was with the Wizards and he, I mean, first he was in there like from a, oh, right. that from like a, a GM type role, yeah. And and then tried to like he was like, oh man, you guys suck so much, yeah. So I'm gonna just come back and play, and it just he wasn't successful well, in any capacity, and, and I, he really hasn't been right. successful with Charlotte either, to be honest. Right, and I remember that kind of being a, a joke of when Jordan decided, oh, I just need to play, yeah, for the Wizards, yeah, yeah. And he was still better than and, most of the Wizards or and, all the Wizards, yeah. Were, so and I didn't realize that. The strike is what killed his baseball career. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize so that I didn't realize that either. That was yeah. new to me, too. Yeah, it's interesting, right? The strike doesn't happen. Does that story kind of take on a right. different... So if baseball angle. doesn't play this year, whose careers does it ruin? Mm. Um, Tim Tebow. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, well, 
Well, that's the that's the interesting thing about how baseball handles this too. To bring it back to baseball for a moment, is the minor leagues like none of this plan has anything for minor league players. So how do you handle that as a baseball team? How do you make sure your guys are developing when you don't right. have minor league games? If everyone agrees that um, Adley Rushman was going to make his appearance not this year but next year, if there is no season, does it push Adley Rushman back another year? And I think that's what I was telling you last year. Like if I was a players union, I would push for some type of it not count in the clock of, of rookies or something so that like the Orioles can like, oh, well, we can't develop Adley Rushman at the double A level like we planned. Let's develop him at the at the major league level this year on a season that doesn't matter and don't put any pressure on him. Not like, hey, you made it to the big leagues, but hey, we're just going to put out a field of double A players because we're playing the Braves and <laughs> oh, it's a weird year anyway. Because I would rather... If you had, if you took the Orioles, uh, all the Orioles affiliates, including the Orioles, and only one of them could play this year, wouldn't you want the Bay Sox to play? Because the Orioles playing this year isn't going to do anything. It's not yeah, going to help progress. It'd be the Keys or the Bay Sox. Yeah, it's they, the Keys yeah. and Bay Sox. Those are the guys that you want to play this year to develop, so that we can get our World Series in 2023. <laughs> yeah, though it does on the positive side. It makes I was thinking about this. It makes all these older guys a year older. Um, cause we have a relatively young, young team. So all yeah. the older guys get it, get a year older. And I don't care what anybody says. This counts on Chris Davis's contract this year, whether they yeah, play or not, does. this counts. Preach it. It, it counts. Say it louder right. for those in the back, Bert. Well, that's, uh, if you were a, uh, how many, how many Mookie Betts jerseys do you think they sold out in LA? Because now oh, best case, they get half a year of Mookie Betts. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was a good deal for Boston. Uh, yeah, great deal. And, and I'd be super pissed if I was a Dodgers fan and they may end up winning a sham World Series. <laughs> you would be pissed if you're a Dodgers fan? Yeah, that's. But I never thought about that, but it's you bring up some interesting points. I guess I was just so desperate to see baseball, on, even on TV, just to see Chris uh, Davis and Trey Mancini. Not Trey Mancini. Yeah. The World Davis Series is going to have an asterisk by no fault of their own, whoever wins it. Yeah, but they, congratulations. You won an 80-game season with the World Series slapped at yeah, the end. Yeah, and guess what? But, it's it's still a smaller asterisk than the Houston Astros cheating their way to well, a World Series. Well, that's another thing I'm pissed about. I wanted to go to those those series, man. Yeah, like, I'm going to forget about it by next year. Right, the Astros <laughs> fans. Yeah, the Astros stadium less vitriol in it. Yeah. yeah, those stadiums should be required to, to chant, to have boos broadcast into the into the part of the negotiations between the union and the owner should be the Astros have to play at least one series in every visiting ballpark. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It's their tour of shame. They 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 let the retiring players, you know, get a gift every time they leave they're playing their final game at whatever stadium. This should be the final game for the Astros to get booed at right. Every other stadium. Right, in the NFL, did you watch the NFL draft and uh, Paul Tagliabue, how like when he would say, all right, the Bengals are on the on the clock, he would go to like a Zoom call of a whole bunch of Bengal fans to see them cheering for a moment. Well, what year are we in? Paul Tagliabue. Did I say Paul Tagliabue? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's still living in the 90s after yeah, that Jordan yeah, documentary. Exactly. But anyway, I'm thinking that's how we got to handle this pumped up sound. Like they need to have a Zoom room. You every, every fan logs into this Zoom room and they just pump that sound into the stadium. So that way fans can yell, <laughs> scream boo, and you also get the awkward Zoom 
Oh yeah, there'll be that echo and exactly. feedback. All, yeah, <laughs> what a exactly. The person who and doesn't know to wear headphones. Frozen, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that Zoom call is just on the jumbotron the entire time. Hey, there was a one other big piece of uh, Orioles-related news we haven't touched on. Two days ago, Dan Ravel tweeted that the Jeffrey Mayer glove is up for auction, and I saw a bunch of uh, Orioles Twitter talking about throwing funds together to burn that thing. Oh yeah, because because there's literally nothing else. to do. And what I saw is they're calling it the the uh, Jeffrey Mayer glove where he caught the home run, and of course everyone's responding it wasn't a home run. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think uh, any fan base is organized enough to do something like that. No, especially when we can't all get together to burn it. But I would love to see it happen. You would need no. What needs to happen is a group like Be More Around Town needs to buy it, and well, whenever Jimmy we Seafood's have already on it. All right, are they? all right, Jimmy Seafood. Yeah, yeah someone like it. that. So whenever we can have a tailgate again, that's when you bring it out and burn it. I saw people saying uh, to bring Tony Tarasco back and let him strike the match or something. Yeah, that's that a good cool. move. That, I like that. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, this has a lot of potential. Yeah. I'm going to keep an eye on it. I, I, you know, Jimmy Seafood I, needs a charitable donation or something. Yeah. I mean, it's a glove, I guess. I would prefer Jeffrey Mayer, but I guess you can't get him. It's a glove. <laughs> set Jeffrey Mayer on fire. Well, maybe, I'll, I'll get the glove. maybe he'll get COVID. <laughs> Bert. Oh, Bert, Bert, we've Bert. gone down this. You, Too far. We've, we've gone Too down this far, path. Bert. You can't wish illness or injury on people, guys. He's under it's, sixty with no pre-existing conditions. He'll be fine, even if he gets COVID. Bert, it's it's funny to talk about someone burning alive, but you just took it too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Searing flesh is is not as bad as COVID. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of old people, the other thing that happened this week is Peter Smuck retired from the Sun. After okay, I thought you were going to mention Brooks Robinson's birthday, but okay. No, Peter no, Smuck. no. I was going more happy to this. Peter Smuck returned <laughs> from the sun. I feel like we've read like Peter Smuck forever in recovering the Orioles. Yeah, I love Peter. So Smuck. yeah, we like and yeah, even Pete, when Pete we go way back. Yeah, right, right. Pete. Yeah, that's right. You said hi to Pete at spring training before. I played baseball with his son. Yeah, that's I, right. Uh, he, we were on the same team at ACS. Yeah, so we played baseball together. Okay, so I just thought it was shout uh, out to Dan Schmuck. Yeah. So. uh that's but it. a lot Just of people, did, a lot of people, a lot of people did not like Schmuck's uh, Oriole takes. I like Schmuck because he he was old school, and a lot of the young kids won all the analysis mumbo jumbo, the the woozle wobble. Right. Yeah. He's a, he's a batting average guy. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's straight an average, a straight gut feeling kind of kind, yeah, kind, yeah, kind yeah. of guy. Right. right. Well, I talked right. about the Jordan documentary, so I'm good, and I talked about Blake Snell being a jerk. Hit all your so strong points. Yeah, and and Bert, you made me think. The thing about Bert's comments, though, I just keep on thinking about it. The, the no fans thing. Like, can you imagine the Orioles in the playoffs? How crazy it was when we went to the playoffs and we went to all those home games. Right, right. Can you imagine no fans for playoff game? That's so like. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope it doesn't get to that. Yeah. Let's hope that these no fans, is, yeah, maybe it's for the regular season, maybe a month or two, but yeah. I saw that. Even, even if they open up the fans, Josh, you think they're going to open up to a sellout? Like, so we have a dumb and young game type situation? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Some, would. Something would have to change dramatically, and I don't see it happening. So, if I was the one pulling the trigger, I'd just say, screw it, let's revisit this in March. Oh, a year without baseball is sad. Yeah, I agree. I gotta, I, Bert, I didn't take, I didn't take some time to, to think about this. I, I struggle. I mean, I struggle with that, the, with that in day-to-day life. Like now, the grocery store aisles 
even if you have, all right, I'll wear a mask. All right, I need to walk. It's one way down each aisle. So if I turn around, I can't go down oh. this aisle because the arrow is pointing the opposite way. Oh, I love that. I think they should make. I think they should make lanes like that one way in grocery stores permanent. And like, I like, and like that. do I just do it because I don't care? No, I'll abide by the rules. I don't necessarily like them, but then. I'm not going to shame the people who are not abiding by the rules either, because whatever, they can do whatever they want. I don't care. I just, I don't know. This has been a long time, and it's not an end in sight. Yeah. I haven't been to the grocery store since I've been so I, don't, I can't. I can't empathize with you. Yeah. I went to Chick-fil-A one time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Chick-fil-A one time, and he, was, he came on the podcast. Talking about how like, organized, it. Yeah, how organized their drive-through is, and how they can take two lanes, and someone can basically. <laughs> I swiped my what, credit card. I didn't even touch yeah. anyone. I just, I swiped my credit card myself. Like yeah. this they description was, was stuff that they've been doing for years, like not coronavirus related. But he's all excited about it. I don't get out much. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm gonna go work on some more uh, videos for the phone Hey, we got a new review, Josh, but you want to know if you don't check our reviews. We'll read it next week. Don't worry about it. Okay. Shout out to our reviewer. We'll read you next week. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Bert, thanks for the Yeah. Uh, see you on next Surprise drop-in. I'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next maybe. Week, <laughs> you can follow Bert on Twitter. Uh, at Bert Rohde. I tweet all Josh the time. Twitter. At <laughs> Josh Soroka. And you can find my hot political takes. At section 336. Oh, I like this review. They spelled Bert with a U. I got named in the review. All right. We'll read it next week. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Hey, guys. Have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app. And then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans... Bye, fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.